I'm Joe. And this is Ubaldi Brief. Today we're going to be discussing a big story that kind of broke over the weekend with the American Federation of Teachers, a teachers union, which is the second largest teachers union in the country, actually lobbying the Center for Disease Control and Prevention in February. And they eventually had language inserted in the CDC guidance document that they released, I believe, on February the 12th. They was talking about variants of the coronavirus that they can get immune from or something like that effect. But they had certain things. And there was a flurry of emails going back between the Center for Disease Control, the American Federation of Teachers, and the Biden administration. So they're calling the shots for the CDC as they go? Yeah, and the CDC is supposed to be apolitical, even though it's a federal agency, because it's dictating policy. And it's supposed to be about science. Remember last year, it was, we must believe science. Well, we're believing science, except when it counteracts what the teachers union wants. And remember, I think about half the kids in America are still not in school five days a week, eight hours a day. Yeah. And you said under the Biden administration, Biden said that after his first 100 days, schools would be all open again. Yeah. He said that in the first week of December, when he was then president-elect, and he said, at the end of my first 100 days in office, all schools will be open. Then he was interviewed on, I think it was NBC. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was NBC. And he said, all schools should be open for the fall. Mm-hmm. Well, then his senior advisor, a woman named Anita Dunn, she's the senior advisor to the president. She said, he didn't really say they will be open. They said they should be open, but things change. We'll have to see where we're at come August. So there's no guarantee that the schools will begin to be open. But, it, but the original story that was broke by the New York Post and they're the, one of the longest running news organizations in the United States. They date, date back, I think, all the way to their founding. But they got these emails from the American for Public Trust, which is a conservative group. And these Americans for Public Trust got it through a Freedom of Information Act re- request. So you can make these requests to the government to get these documents. And the Freedom of Information Act came out of the Watergate era when there was this government was running amok. So they wanted the more transparency. So they got these emails and they saw a flurry of emails go back and forth between the American Federation of Teachers, the CDC, and the Biden administration. Now think about this, Joe. How would the media and Democrats would have responded if the fracking industry would have been lobbying the EPA in conjunction with the Trump administration and then having language inserted in a government document that was released. Everybody's head would have exploded. But the sad part is, Joe, we've got kids, like my brother's kids are affected by this. They go to some type of hybrid learning. And as we learned from Lance Christensen, from this California Policy Center, when he talked about education, come to August, kids would have lost literally about a year and a half of school. They're just passing kids along. I talked to a friend of mine who teaches at a charter school in Arizona, and they got a lot of kids failing. 
Let's just maybe think about something because I know that Florida, the school's been open almost since the beginning of the school, maybe minus maybe a week or two here and there. It might vary from county to county, but I mean, I think those kids have lost some time, but wouldn't that also put them ahead of the curve when it comes to the entire country? Since oh, yeah, they would be ahead states like California. Now, you have a son and a daughter. Have you seen a, a difference in their educational? pursuits prior to when they went back to school in august did they lose a little bit through home-based learning personally we have tutors so it wasn't really hard to tell we have a tutor just to maintain i really want to be a good witness of what's going on we would have to find yeah but an example is i know you and your wife erin is very good she works with your youngest daughter and she also really works with your son cash but you have the ability to get a tutor what about those who are low income or those in the minority community? Like I got a friend of mine, she's a single mom. She has no choice, but she has to work while her son, now her son's lucky they can go to school. But when she was um, working and he had to stay home because they shut the schools down, she had to leave work and it makes a big difference. So there's going to be a lot of lost learning among a lot of communities. So this exacerbated the wealth gap the educational gap, everything they're fighting against to fix, they've made it even worse. Why are they so apprehensive of going back to work? I think it's a lot about power, but it's also a lot about they want the money to shore up their pension and healthcare obligations. Like Lance had mentioned, and I know in California, like Los Angeles, I know Chicago, and a lot of these cities, their pension and healthcare obligations are in the red. They're heavily in debt. And they gave these generous benefits out without funding it down the road. We have to also mention that when we talk to Lance, how the schools that had teachers that were working in schools that had the union behind it tend to do a little bit worse than those charter schools or private schools where there aren't any unionized teachers. So that should let us know the decision making of the union and how it affects, not only is it affecting the teachers, but it's- then also the teachers union are driving the curriculum. And now they're talking about trying to implement the 1619 project, which for the, for the listeners who don't know what that is, it's changing history that said America was founded not on July 4th, 1776. America was founded in 1619 when the first African-American slave came into the America. But historians on both um, crosses racial lines have said that is a total misreading of history. So it's interesting that Teachers want more money. They got in front of the line with the pandemic to get the vaccinations, and the schools still aren't open. And then they want to change the curriculum, which is this anti-American historical teaching that is not based in reality. Yeah, and I and we know that the listeners have plenty of questions, especially when it comes to education, especially when it comes to their kids and their education. And I'm pretty sure they would like to ask us some questions. And how can they do that, John? They can first do that by emailing us at ubaldireports at gmail.com. That's ubaldireports at gmail.com. They can go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and type in Ubaldi Reports. If they go to Facebook, they can go to Ubaldi Reports group and they can check us out and leave information, leave questions. 
also we're in the process of getting the bugs out of our live streaming of these podcasts. So we'll hopefully get that up and running again. And Joe, why don't you tell them what we're also going to be doing shortly? Really soon there'll be a link posted to our Patreon where you'll be able to support the show for as little as a dollar a show. John and I are going to give you a little bit extra. And by extra, we also mean ranting and raving and a lot of cursing. So just look out for that. I would also say it would be how we really feel about these topics. Extremely opinionated. Yeah, exactly. And that will be out shortly. And everybody just keep an eye out for that. And then until then, everybody have a great day. Have a good day and keep listening to you, Bob.